0: I'm Erin. And I'm Allie. If you hear a woman talk about her sexual assault and your first reaction is, she's lying, you're garbage. And I'm your favorite. And And we we hate hate everything. Hi. Hey, y'all. Allie. Hi. Ellie friend. Erin friend. How are you? I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Doing good. Living my life. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Sounds good. Yep. Normal stressors. Not normal stressors. You got an apartment. I did. That happened. That's the thing. You signed a lease. I did. I did. We are moving in a couple weeks. It's so weird. It's so weird. The end of an era, y'all. The end of an era. Truly. Truly indeed. Oh, man. I'm having a hard time dealing with it emotionally for many reasons. Yeah. yeah. It's just everything's... It's just everything's going to be different. Okay. And, like, it's all going to be different. But you're excited to live with your man. I mean, yeah. It'll be very much more convenient. It'll be nice to have Captain Playtime live in the house full time for Shay. Yeah. And that will be nice. But also... It's just going to be weird. Yeah. It's going to be like a boy living here. I know. Ew. Ew. I'm going to live by myself and have like, I'm not going to do a Shay the dog voice. Like what? Honestly, that's my main concern. Is that Shay will become voiceless? Yeah. Because like Rob, I I can't with him. I can't with he him. He tries. He tries. I keep, I keep trying to teach him though. He understands her. He just doesn't know what her voice is. Mm, And those are different, you know? I don't know if he understands her. Honestly, every time he does her voice, I'm like, that's not what she would never say that. No, understands like why she's being the way she is. I don't think he understands her thoughts. No, he doesn't know her thoughts. And also, I keep trying to tell him, I'm like, I get so frustrated like I actually with with a bit it's a bit this is a this is a frustration with like a comedic bit that we do about our dog I get genuinely (laughs) upset and like relationship frustrated because I feel like he will start doing the voice or one of us will start doing the voice like so he'll say something to the dog and I'll say something back as the dog and then he will respond to me and cut me off also as the dog and i'm sorry that's wrong that's not how improvisation works that's not how comedy works and that's not how the shay the dog bit works you have to talk to shay the dog and she responds to you and then you respond to her as human self you can't just start going off on your own tangent as shay the dog she the dog's been eating Stay. snap peas because she's a healthy bitch. She is the healthiest bitch. She does love snap peas. Right now she's eating chicken, though. Oh, that's good. Because you know she's a dog. She's a dog. She's a full-on dog. She's a full-on dog. Anyway, what are we drinking? We are drinking. What is it? Ciplau. Ciplau. Ciplau is from De Um. Do, 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 do. Let's see. It's a Muscadet, Grenache Blanc. From Rousselon, France. Lady winemaker. Organic farming. Sustainable, spunky, and spritzy like a puppy at at the beach, says these wine notes that I got from the wine place. Okay. Um, Native yeast, dry green apple, fizzy, pop, bang, exclamation point. Last note says white pepper. I'm surprised you got this because it is a little bit effervescent. Yeah. It's like almost sparkling. I did drink a whole bottle of semi-effervescent wine for my friend's birthday, and I didn't realize it was effervescent. Like, this isn't bad. And you didn't die. Champagne, bad. This is a little too sweet for me, if we're being honest. It's good. For sure. It's it's balanced. The other one I was going to get was, acid. like, vanilla, melon, like, all the creamy, lush things, and I was like, Aaron's going to hate this. Mm-hmm. What does it taste like? What is the fruit? It tastes, it's the lychee thing. To me, it tastes like lychee. You're getting lychee? The label says apple. I'm getting lychee. I'm not getting apple. Anyway, it reminds me of a New Zealand Savignon Blanc. Oh, maybe Asian pear. Maybe that's why it tastes like lychee to me. A little bit. Just like it's a little crisper and less gummy. Anyway, there's nothing wrong with this wine. It's, It's good. It's just not for me. Yeah, for sure. But if you like something kind of bright and acidic and like a little bit, you know, a little bit on the sweeter, fruity side. Yeah. If this you're following us you. on our Vinovore adventure, this is a silver wine. What is it? Silver, silver Fox. Silver Fox. Mm. We haven't done like a, a proper Vinovore haul in a while. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, we got a Silver Fox going here. We do. How are you, been? How's your week? Uh, someone hit me in my car today. What? Their car hit my car while we were driving. That was fun. And then she yelled at me and I'm like, but you, but you hit me, but you hit me. And now you're yelling at me. This is rude. Yeah. This is uh, very rude. Anyway, anyway, I, then of course, like after that happens and they're so sure that you were in the wrong, you start to question You're like, wait, did I do something wrong? And then I was like, I came home and Googled a bunch of stuff and I'm like, no, I absolutely didn't. So that felt good. You know, it felt good to come home and Google and be like, no, like. I did the right thing. They did a wrong thing. So uh, that's nice. You know. Yeah. Good to feel validated at least. Good to be good. Good to be a good, good driver girl. Guys, don't pull out across multiple lanes of traffic if you can't see. Don't do it. Why are you doing it? Don't do it stop it stop doing it no do when you're at a stop sign you stop until you can see that nobody's coming like an all the way stop like a full stop yeah don't halfway stop don't slow down yeah
1: do and a don't, stop
0: and don't just start you know zooming out into traffic you crazy people yeah don't do it i, Come really on. Do love, I mean just people yelling at others for things that are like not the other person's fault I mean, it's fine. She calmed down eventually. She was very sure it was my fault. And I kept telling her like calmly, like, no, actually, I had a lane there. I was in I was in the lane and you hit me with your car. And you, do you know how I know that the front of your car <laughs> is messed up and the side of my car is messed up. So you hit me with your car. And she kept saying, like, when you hit me, I'm like, no, 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 no. You hit me. I can see it. You hit me so you know just really fun it was fine though by the end like she calmed down and I'm like you know like this is why we have insurance it's okay you know yeah like, it's gonna be fine they'll work it out but man people be crazy people be crazy also I do um, similarly rage out anytime I need to do anything with my car yeah I almost got. I got stopped by this guy in the Von's parking lot because he was like, "You got a big old dent in your front bumper." I got a guy that takes care of it. You, I should like give you his number. Blah, blah blah. I'm like, I'm fine, thank you. Don't follow me in a parking lot. Yeah, don't follow us in parking lots. Also, like, yeah, my car's fucked up. I don't care. This person took a 360 video of my car. Like, like that was gonna like the fact that other people have hit me numerous times is going to mean something in her case and I'm like no bitch she's probably thinking like you're an evil person who will try to like get her to fix the other shit I'm not going to I don't care yeah. I don't care I don't care we at don't all. care about our old ass cars that we're only gonna drive for like maybe three more my years at max. paid off and that's all Same I care about mine that's the best thing about my car it's the only thing I like on my car it's paid off anyway anyway fuck people yeah <laughs> okay, Erin, switch team. She's on Team Rosé right now. I'd switch to Team Very Dry, Very Minerally Rosé, as <laughs> no one's surprised. As per your palate. Also, it's a good rosé. We've drank it before. Yeah, and I had to drink it tonight or else... It- gonna be bad so so here we are there that's what's happening i don't want to um drag this wonderful winemaker yeah because she made a lovely wine it's just not for me yeah okay not you know, your it's bag just not for me you're allowed to not like a wine and that's fine which is fine because i have a feeling that's not what you hate so what do you hate oh my god i hate attempted rapists me too did you know that it's almost as bad as actual rapists in fact one might argue it's basically the same as an yeah, actual rapist. I was going to say, I, I make it, you know, in my head, at least, it's just as bad. That's why um, when you're tried for murder, like attempted murder, like also counts. It also counts. Is also bad, You know, guys. like, does not matter that this person didn't actually die? Yeah. It matters that you tried to kill someone. You tried to kill someone. And in this case, you tried to violate a woman sexually in the pursuit of power or whatever the fuck you were after. Yeah, because rape is never about sex. It's not about sex. It's not about sex. It's really not. And we'll get to that later. So, Christine Blasey Ford and Brett Kavanaugh are going into this hearing on Monday. This shit is happening. I'm about it. If anybody is not aware of what's going on, so... I'm going to pretend you all have no idea, even though I know you're all very smart people. My mother doesn't know. Please tell Mary Jean what's happening. Mary, here's what's happening. So this woman, Christine, this lovely woman who's probably close to your age, actually, uh, she went to a party when she was 15 years old. And at this party... Something bad happened. Mm -hmm. So she's 51 right now. Sorry, I didn't mean to call out Mary Jean's actual age. She's actually older than that. She looks great, though. So I would believe it. A... A... So, basically, she went to a party in the 80s. Although, like, if you could even call it a party, like, it wasn't... It was, like, a couple teens drinking. Yeah. Essentially. Somebody's house where the parents weren't home. And Kavanaugh and his friend, Mark Judge, had been drinking before they got there. So, they were already drunky drunk. Now, Mark Judge, by the way, also, like, wrote an entire book about his alcoholism in high school. And... What did he call Brett Kavanaugh? Bart O'Cavanaugh was in the book. And also, like Brett Kavanaugh's That's yearbook. That's a hilariously similar fake name to right? give your friend Brett Kavanaugh. It's very obvious. I don't, I think it must have been a joke how obvious. They probably it was. texted him and was just like, I called you Bart O'Cavanaugh. I Kavanaugh. called you Bart. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny, Bart? Uh, I can't wait these men. LOL autocorrect Bart. Uh, So also Brett Kavanaugh's uh, yearbook has a bunch of references to being like the king of the beach puke, some stupid bullshit like that. A bunch of drinking references. Yeah. And like I said, his friend Mark Judge was like admittedly a serious alcoholic while they were going to this all boys prep school. Right. Mm -hmm. So she went to one of the all girls. Christine went to one of the all girls schools nearby. So while she was at this party and she said that everybody else at the party had had like one beer, but Kavanaugh and Judge were already like shwasted. So she goes upstairs to go to the bathroom because that's where the bathroom was. So she goes up these stairs and Kavanaugh and Judge follow her up there. They push her into a bedroom. And basically Kavanaugh pins her down on the bed and starts pawing at her and like trying to get her clothes off. And she is not is not happy and not feeling this. And in he like put his way. hand on her mouth. I then think. he put his hand on her mouth and she thought like, holy shit. Do I die now? Do I die like this? Does this drunk idiot. Who fortunately like couldn't even get her clothes off. I think she had a swimsuit on underneath her clothes, too. A one piece swimsuit. So yeah. you can see why that might be a challenge. Mm-hmm. She was like, Is he gonna kill me? Am I going to die like this? And his friend is like laughing and cheering him on, also drunky drunk. And then his friend comes over and like basically like jumps on the both of them on the bed, and she has that opportunity to you know shimmy out from under and like get the fuck out of there and so she goes and just locks herself in the bathroom because that's the closest yeah waits until she hears the guys like go back downstairs waits a few more minutes and then bolts out of the house so that's the situation that's what happened to this 15 year old girl uh she didn't tell anyone 52 yeah she's now 51 she didn't tell anyone because that was a time and also a place uh, in the kind of suburbs of Washington where, like, you just didn't talk about it. Basically, if you were raped, you better be beaten to a pulp. That's true. That's and what mothers told their daughters. I really do resent everyone's attitude. Like, the, we had the luxury of having the Me Too times that movement like, all throughout time, and why haven't people come out before then? Like, bitches, no. Like, take a look around. Take a look at the cultural climate. That was an impossibility, and we did not really have an environment for people to come the fuck forward. The other thing is, when you look around, when you take that look around, observe what is happening right now Mm -hmm. to this woman. As she has come forward. So, she talked about this in therapy in 2012. Her grades, like, went way down at the end of high school. She really had a hard time because, oh, I don't know, she, like almost got raped and thought she was going to die and couldn't talk about it. Had something, like, really traumatic happen to her. Like, pretty, yeah, pretty traumatic. And then eventually she got her life together, and she's become a very well-respected research psychologist, and she works up in Northern California. And so, like, good for her for fucking moving past that in some ways, but also, like, it came up in her... Therapy with her husband. They went to couples therapy. And like that's been one of the things that she's been dealing with for her entire fucking life. Yeah. So she has notes from 2012 um, from the therapist that she shared as well, that she got those notes and she shared them. She also shared the story of what happened to her with a friend after the Me Too movement started taking off in 2017. And her friend revealed that she had been raped in high school. And she reached out to her and was like, hey, this happened to me too or almost happened to me like uh, you know solidarity blah 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 and that was all before kavanaugh was a supreme court nominee so all these people that are coming out like she's just trying to stop this nominee because she's some liberal activist i'm like no 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 she's a person yeah she's a human she took a lie detector test and everybody's also going on about like well why is it all coming out now because she didn't want her name out there. She wanted to be confidential. She sent a letter to her congresswoman. She ended up sending a letter to Diane Feinstein. She called the Washington Post tip line. She did not want her name to be shared for exactly this reason. For exactly the reason that everybody is fucking coming after her now. And she did it anyway, and she is a fucking queen. She is a queen. And she didn't she didn't want to make herself public, but eventually she I think realized that it was gonna come out anyway. And she needed to just step forward and own it. Mm -hmm. And, like, God bless her for doing that. She was in a really shitty position. And let me say it again for the seats in the back there is no reason any woman would do this. They gain literally nothing. You lose. everything. You lose everything. Her kids aren't even staying in their home. They can't, they have to like be in different places because people, she knew, and she knew this before she stepped forward, but she knew that everybody was going to be so crazy that they, she was going to have to literally hide her family. Can you imagine like she put her kids things in several different suitcases, made a bunch of phone calls, sent them on their way and was just like, you know what? I'm going at bat. That's some fucking shit, dude. I'm really proud of her. People are playing this off because, well, at the end of the day, nothing really happened. That is luck. That is pure luck and happenstance. It very well could have gone the other way. And Also, something did happen. It also doesn't matter. Exactly. Attempted rape still sticks with you. It's still a thing that affects you and the way you relate to men and the way you relate to the world and how safe you feel in the world. Mm -hmm. So... This brings me to the reason I needed extra wine tonight. So I had something very similar happen to me. Trigger warnings. Mom and dad. Sorry. Whatever. This is the real world. Fast forward if you want. We're adults here. We're all adults here. So I have experienced a very similar situation, which I think is why like this particular thing is like kind of hitting me in a way. And I'm getting I get really worked up about it Mm -hmm. because basically like almost the exact same thing happened to me. Now, I wasn't 15. I was probably 25. okay, ish, which almost makes it worse. I mean, not for me, but for him, I think it's much better for me. But like on the guy, it's like, dude, you're an adult. What the fuck are you doing? So we had my my roommate at the time. I had a number of roommates and one of them had a friend staying from out of town. Mm -hmm. This guy was like super. This is the other thing. Rape is not about sex. Rape is not about sex. Rape is not about sex. This guy was very attractive. Yeah, is very attractive. A really good looking guy. So he was in town. He was staying at our house and we all went out that night and like. You know, he was hot, but he he also had a reputation for being an alcoholic. Yeah. And he definitely drank a lot. And we had all been hanging out, whatever. We all came home. We're hanging out. I think I made out with him maybe a little bit, like we kissed a little. But mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, I'm not really feeling this. And so I went to my room mm-hmm. to go to bed in my room where I live. He came in my room. Uh, And this is all in the middle of the night. Everyone else has gone to bed. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to be sleeping on the couch, which was right outside my room, comes in my room in the middle of the night and, you know, starts like jumps, gets on top of me. And I'm like, hey, like, I don't really I'm not into this. And like starts kissing me. And I'm like, "Okay, fine. But then he starts going for my underwear, like going to like take my clothes off. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. You need to leave and he just keeps going and this is a guy who's like you know he's bigger than me yeah he's bigger than me he's a guy who's on top of you in the dark yeah and he's like you know this is not a this is not a small scrawny guy right this is a guy who's over six feet tall and like you can't like push him off. oh i tried i yeah. tried didn't work so i start to have that moment of panic of like is this how this happens like seriously Is, is this, is this when this happens to me? Yeah. Fortunately, I did not freeze in that moment, which a lot of women do. And that is a totally natural response that happens. Yeah. I did not freeze. I had my, I had my brain jump into action and I just like, I shoved him off me and I said, if you don't get the fuck off of me, I am going to scream and I'm going to wake up every single person in this house. You need to get the fuck away from me. And luckily for me, that was enough to like in his drunken state, he yeah. at least that got through to him of like if I scream and wake up this whole house full of people where there are like two other big dudes and another woman like you're not this is not going to go well for you. Yeah. And, and that so that might be what consequences for his actions. I know, shocker. So he then like left my room. And I locked the door and that was that. Yeah, did you sleep? Uh not really, no. Oh, okay. So then the next day I told my roommates what had happened. And what happened then? One might ask. I said, Why didn't you hook up with him? He's so hot. Uh no, no, it wasn't quite that bad. But like basically everybody was just like, Oh, that sucks. And I'm like, Can this guy not stay with us for the next couple nights? Yeah. Can he not be in the same place as me? Be in the same house as me, maybe. Like, maybe, maybe. But everybody was just kind of like, uh, I don't know. Probably with a grain of like, oh, that's how he is. Doesn't he drink so much? That sucks. It was a little bit that, and I think it was also a little bit, like, to be fair to my my roommates, I think they didn't know how to handle the situation. They didn't know what to do. And I didn't come in there being like, this guy's not fucking staying here because I was looking for someone else to, like, Help me. You know, I kind of was looking for someone to be like, "Uh, that's not okay, and that sucks and like this guy needs to be away. Mm -hmm. That's not what happened. And again, I'm not really blaming them. We were all like young people in a situation that we didn't know how to handle. And that's just that's just how it went. And I wish it had gone differently, but it's not. So the next night he's still there staying on our couch. So like. No, I didn't feel safe yeah, in my home. You probably I didn't, didn't sleep feel either. safe. Well, I called my ex-boyfriend and he came over and stayed with me to like literally protect me from this guy. Goddamn. And, you know, luckily for me, he had a different woman in his sights the next night. So I, I listened to him like have crazy sex with another girl we knew in the living room while oh like, my god yeah, i know it consensual was sex i hope so after you just set him up as a rapist it sounded very consensual i will i must say okay uh i love that he's also just fucking on your couch oh yeah totally all over our couch oh yeah oh yeah but yeah i mean it was a it was a really messed up situation and i i did not feel safe i I was not in a place where I was uh, enjoying the company of my ex-boyfriend. Like, it's not like, ooh, what a great excuse to invite you over. Like, Come protect me. Come protect- like, no. no, like, literally, I was afraid. I was afraid. I didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to go through any of that stuff again without somebody, like, in my corner and on my side. Yeah. So, all of that to say... I was very lucky this event did not traumatize me or cause me serious damage. Again, I think because I was 25 and not 15 and because I didn't experience the freeze reaction, I was able to get myself out of the situation, which what I've come to realize as, you know, moving through the world is that that has nothing to do with how smart I am. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with anything except the fact that, like, I got lucky Yeah, that my body, that I didn't just freeze Like, up. what did your brain synapses decide was the best thing to do? Like, it's such an automatic reflex We're like, it's not a matter of control. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? So, I got lucky. Mm-hmm. And... He didn't rape me. I will say this person is an actor. Luckily, they don't live in Los Angeles and they never have. As far as I know. Um, If he were a Supreme Court nominee, Mm -hmm. I think I would want people to know this about him. Mm -hmm. If he were going to a lifetime appointment on the highest court in our country, I think I would want people to know. I think I would tell people. Yeah. I think I would tell them it doesn't matter if it was 20 years from now. It doesn't matter if like I was 45, you know, 20 years later. It doesn't matter. I would want people to know that Mm -hmm. I would want them to know. And frankly, as I said, he's an actor or at least he was. I think he's a real estate agent now because whatever. If he were nominated for an Oscar, I think I would want people to know. Yeah, I think I would tell people. You know, I think I would drop the name. Like, I don't feel any reason to drop the name right now. Yeah. But I also, if somebody asked me, I would tell them. Yeah. If I got cast in something and was like, oh, hey, I'm going to go to, you know, Vancouver and shoot this thing. And you saw his name on like the fucking call sheet. You would tell me. I would fucking tell you. You already told me about someone who we know is a serial harasser. I sure did. Because we have to protect each other because nobody else is going to. That's the thing that drives me crazy. Yeah. We have to protect each other because nobody else is going to help us. You know? I do know. And honestly, like, yeah. Is, am I still like a little bit pissed that uh, that guy wasn't kicked out of our house the minute I told anybody what happened? Yes. I don't blame the other people I lived with, but also yes. You know? Like, that's not how that situation should have been handled. Exactly. And as young people and young adults, like, we honestly needed to be better equipped to handle that. And that has everything to do with talking about it. Mm -hmm. We never fucking talk about it. And we need to talk about it. And I, I feel like we've started to, and I think that's good. But at the same time, like, we need to be equipping young people with what do they do what do you do when you're 15 and you get shut in a room with two guys that have been drinking all afternoon and they're on top of you what do you do yeah and what do you do after that not even just like in terms of self-defense but like equipping friends and how do you help to know what to do like this person should have been able to like run downstairs instead of the bathroom and been like yo this just happened and then known that everyone in this room would have had her back And been like, you get the fuck out. And I know this is something that we're talking about. Like, oh, the 80s were so different. But what happened to me happened like five years ago. So it's not so different. It's not so different. And those were adults. And like... It's not so different. Also, people saying it was the 80s and like they were kids and whatever. You're being fucking reductive about this criminal ass thing that fucking happened. People talking about like, oh, it was just kids being kids. Like, no, we're talking about rape. We're talking about attempted rape. I don't give a fuck if this happened with Brett Kavanaugh five years ago when he was 17. It still happened. That's part of his moral compass. I don't believe he atoned for it. I don't believe he suffered any consequences for it other than right fucking now. Yeah, you're not absolved from consequences just because you got away with it. Yeah, yes, yes, very yes. I have an issue with like my fucking childhood bully being a development executive in Hollywood. And I've told people and it's had some consequences to my knowledge, at least a little bit. But like shit, people deserve to have their asses ratted the fuck out whenever it happens and getting professionally dragged. In my opinion, who gives a fuck? drag attempted rapists don't let your attempted rapist keep going with their fucking happy life and beautiful girlfriend and wonderful career like they need to atone for what the fuck they did it is the time of atonement Mm. drag them behind your car tar them feather them quarter them drag them through town shabbat shalom wait what do we say shanatava what it's the Jewish period of atonement, Allie. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were Jewish. Well. Well, <laughs> hi, motherfuckers. Oh, boy, that awoke a rage Ooh, deep in my soul. Just a deep rage. A deep rage. I don't have a sadness about it. I just have a rage. Don't you like being angry? Mmm. You know, sometimes it feels good. And sometimes you find it where you're like, I didn't think that was there anymore. Still there. Allie, what are you angry about? Anger's fun. Um, I'm angry about this bitch, Daphne Merkin. I do not know who she is. Tell me all about her. Um, Daphne Merkin sucks. What a name. Right. Merkin? She, she really? Writes, Merkin? She writes on the internet. Does she know what a Merkin is? I hope she does. <laughs> Don't know if she got made fun of it in grade school, but whatever. She... Oh, Jesus. She's, she's a writer on the internet. That's what I could find about her. She also writes some novels. She's a, she's a human person. A real human being. Why do I hate her? Why? For starters, in January, she wrote an op-ed in the New York Times called Publicly We Say Hashtag Me Too. Privately, We Have Misgivings. And it was about how the Me Too movement has, like, deprived sex of eros and um how we're all taking it a little too far and how feminists she knows because she's a feminist are all like rolling their eyes at like how far everything has gone and it's becoming a little puritanical and um you know which is like something that the right does and like aren't we better than this deprived sex of i'm sorry eros e-r-o-s you might know it as a word that you learned in theater history and or ap lit This is a Greek thing, huh? Yeah. Yeah. She went to the and she pulled out a real Greek word. Oh, good job, Daphne. Good job, Daphne. Her name sounds Greek, too. So she's already set herself up to be a star team player for team feminism. She sucks a big one. Guess what? I have no problem with the Me Too movement. I'm a feminist and I like sex no issues who doesn't i mean people don't for very valid reasons and that's okay that's fine because i don't know maybe somebody tried to rape them i don't know just a thought took me a while to like sex took me a while anyway trauma's fun so why do we care about her right now why she wrote the longest ass article i've ever read um a profile on one sunyi previn The wife of Woody Allen, Suni Previn, is coming forward for the first time because she's so voiceless. Coming forward for the first time and talking to Daphne about her life with Woody and everything about their relationship and Mia Farrow and how she was as a mother and Dylan Farrow and all that stuff. And it ran in the New Yorker. (gasps) No, not the New Yorker, New York Magazine. Still no. Yeah, still no. Still, still, you should know better. You should know better than to run this one-sided, very biased piece that is basically there just to, like, drag Mia Farrow as a mother and to drag Dylan Farrow's credibility. I'm glad it didn't run in the actual New Yorker because they run Ronan Farrow's stuff, and, like, you can't have both. Yeah, you You can't. can't. There are several things I take issue with. One, fucking why, are you really here just to drag Mia and Dylan because Ronan is very publicly exposing all of these people and we need to like really shine a light on this weird gray area that isn't really a gray area. Who's to say? My main issue with this is that Daphne is a close personal friend of Woody Allen and she has been for four decades. So let's run this again New York fucking magazine allowed a close personal friend of Woody the rapist Allen to run a one-sided profile on him and his child bride. I'm so angry about this that I don't have any words right now. So here are some things that I I learned. I don't have words. Here are some things that I learned. Uh, Teach me, Allie. Teach me all about Woody Allen. Um, Go ahead and teach me. I'm going to start with Mia. Mia may have been a bad or distant mother. Who's to say? Woody Allen was, and this is actually something that I learned, is that Woody Allen was never married to Mia Farrow. Woody Allen never adopted Soon-Yi. Soon-Yi's father was always um, Andre Previn. Andre Previn. I didn't know that. I thought she was adopted this whole time. I knew that. She wasn't a child. Doesn't make any difference. When they started hooking up, she was in college at Drew university. Still weird. He groomed her. Still weird. These are things that I learned. These are these are things that I was like, oh, I had the wrong story in my head. Cool. I also learned that Woody Allen and Soon Yi like to use the R word very, very uh, flippantly um, in regards to like just using very ableist language. Which R word? R-E-T-A-R-T-E-D. Oh, I thought you meant rape. no. No. I was like, that would be weird. I wish they would say like that would I w- be extra weird. Exactly. Like, hey, remember when you raped me when, when, when I was a rapes? child? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah in the context of Sunyi was like, everyone thought I was this like, I'm going to use my words and not her words because she said the R word a bunch of times um, where I wasn't this like doltish wallflower that like he just picked up and groomed and he was like, she's smart. Like she isn't my like R word stepdaughter. What in the um, world is wrong then, with these And people? then she count then she, in this piece, like written by this person who should know better than to narratively set this up was like, Sunyi yi was like, Oh, Woody says I can make jokes, but I don't really get them. Ha, 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 ha. Uh what? What? <laughs> what? You just said you weren't an R-word. Who? But are what? you? Are but you, you seem Judy? like maybe are you, you are? So now she's in her 40s, and now Woody Allen's like old as dirt, and he's actually being held for his actions for once, kind of. For once still kind, kind of, of. Because he never formally got charged with it. He, he's been in therapy for his fixation on Dylan Farrow's body oh god I don't need to know everything about their dumbass relationship and how he made a move on her and how he kissed her and she said I we were talking about this like this um this movie and I think I impressed him and that's why he kissed me and then she later emailed Daphne and was like actually when he kissed me I was like oh what took you so long to make a move emailed after Ew. the fact so she checked her she story was a sophomore with Woody in college no, I got yeah it. she was a sophomore in college definitely ran it by Woody so all of these things can be true and i can still believe dylan farrow mm-hmm. and woody allen can still be a rapist and a shit bag and a total shit bag and does this even matter because we're going through and he's saying things like i'm a pariah Blah, blah, blah. Soon-Yi is like, I'm telling my story for the first time. And she's really getting this like, oh, this woman is telling her story for the first time. Isn't she so brave? Kind of treatment. And honestly, go fuck yourself, Daphne. Daphne what the fuck did you do were you bored did you want a big check did you solicit every fucking publisher and be like yo i got an in with soon Yi. let me run with this and the new york magazine was trash enough to be like yeah bitch go do this you're fucking irrelevant as fuck you're fucking hot takes on feminism are all trash and why the fuck did you need to open this in front of everybody nobody thinks about soon Yi. nobody gives a fuck right now she's an adult who makes decisions and right now she's an adult we're only talking about her as an adult because she's an adult currently we wish we could have gotten to her sooner but y'all it was a different fucking time yeah if we can get to them now he would have been charged with molesting dylan farrow alas we don't have the privilege of hindsight and being able to act on it you motherfuckers so why are we doing this now are you just mad are you bored what are we doing are we really thinking through the kinds of consequences that like we're really gonna pull through in all of this and they bring up things like Mia Farrow was maybe biased to her towards her biological children. And like, isn't it weird that like only her adopted children have like died of weird, tragic circumstances. Dragging all of this shit out. And Dylan came out and made a statement where it was like they asked me to talk about it. And Daphne says that Woody tried to bribe me or like Mia tried to bribe me with like a doll that like they say they tried to bribe me with a doll that wasn't even manufactured until like two years later. So fuck off, so Daphne. fuck off, Daphne. You're full of shit. We see you. This we see what you're doing. This is brave woman story. This is you being a little bitch. And the New York Magazine... Go fuck yourself. Seriously, go fuck yourself. Nobody wants to hear this shit. And you know what? I'm not even talking about Sunyi. Sunyi was an abused child, so like, you know, she has had some issues. And she's, you know, been living with this man for many, many years and so I don't know what's going on in her, her head. I wish her well and I hope she does good in life. I wish her well myself. But Daphne, I do not wish you well. You're full of shit. You're an idiot. I went to go find something redeeming about you, um, and I couldn't. There's nothing. I could not. There's nothing. You suck. You lose. Um, you lose so hard. I hate rape apologists. I hate Daphne. I hate irrelevant devil's advocate hot takes that we need. The devil's already got enough fucking advocates in his fucking corner. You don't need to, like, give an alley assist to fucking anybody. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Why are we helping the devil? Has has anyone ever thought about that? Has anyone ever been like, maybe the devil doesn't need an advocate. Maybe like the goal in life is to like not be an advocate for the devil. Maybe we should be against evil. Yeah. Like maybe try being against evil. Maybe just scrap that expression because what you really should be just like, let me just be an asshole and say this instead of like, let me just play devil's advocate. Let me be super evil right now. Let me be super evil. Just for the sake of being evil. Fuck off, Daphne. Fuck you, Daphne, you bitch ass hoe. You are gonna be so drunk. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I drank less than um a bottle of wine. There is so much wine in that glass, and that is Aaron, the second of such glasses that you have had. Drag me. I'm not dragging you. I'm just. I'm just concerned. I don't think I'm. G- I, I, I don't need to do anything tomorrow until eleven. And like worst case scenario, I'm just gonna walk up to Jewel and get a breakfast burrito and one of their fancy donuts. Okay, just tell me if you're going, and maybe I'll put it in order. <laughs> okay, you can Venmo me. Jesus. Their breakfast burrito is really bomb, though. I can't have a burrito, but maybe they have something I can have. Probably not. They might. Mm -hmm. They're plant-based. Hashtag keto life. So, now that we've screamed and yelled about everything involving rape and sexual assault, now that we're mildly drunk for the first time in, like, ages. Hashtag TBT. Woo. Motherfuckers. What do you not hate? What do you hate to say that you love? Or what do you actually love? (laughs) Mm-hmm. I actually love being alone. Ooh. I love ah. to be alone. Ooh. And this is an interesting time for me to be bringing this up Mm -hmm. because I'm starting to fear the loss of my aloneness Uh as my romantic partner is moving into this home. And you both work from home. And we both work from home and like have very similar schedules right now. So... I do leave the house to work twice a week. (laughs) Two times. Sometimes more than twice a week. Mostly two times, but sometimes four times. But mostly two times. You've been leaving in the morning. So, on... What night was this? Friday night. Friday, we submitted our film to Sundance, which was quite an endeavor. I spent a lot of late nights getting shit done for this film to be, like, as ready for Sundance as it was going to be. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. 100% done, but, like, we're just missing a little sound mix, a little score. Like, it's fine. So on Friday, we turned it in around, like, 5 p.m. I finally got it in. Then I had the whole evening to myself and you were not home you were out i was out. not i forget where i was you had some I kind think of I was rap filming. party yeah, you I was were filming. filming and then you had a rap party so i knew you weren't going to be home till late and so <laughs> I just started drinking. Remember those drinks we had last week? The Raspberry Eel River things? The sparkling, hard sparkling? The ones that you were like, I'll probably never have another one of these because they're bad. I sure did. And you know what? They grew on me. They were pretty okay. They're good. I still like the ginger lime ones better. Because they're superior. They're far superior. I also had one of the raspberry ones. I did drink the rest of them. (laughs) So (laughs) four of them. Good job. Four of them. So I, I had one, like just as I was like finishing up, I had just turned in the application and I was like finishing up some loose ends and then, uh, and then I had another and then another and another and I sat on the couch. I ate half a donut because Rob left a fucking donut on our kitchen counter. Did he like walk out to mom's and get donuts and come back? Yes. Rob. <laughs> Yes, on Friday morning, he Robbie did conference that. conference keto. <laughs> yeah, and this was, I have no problem with him going to get donuts. I said, go, get donuts, I'll make bacon. And he did, and that's fine. But then he left one. He fucking left one here. And so I ate half of it because I was drunk. I was drunk, I was like a little drunk after the first one. And then I was like pretty drunk after the second mm. one. And then I drank two more. So I ate half a donut. And then I also ate like all of my keto chocolate. I have this like Stevia stevia sweetened chocolate that's actually really good. So I need to go get some more because I ate all of that. I also ate all of my raspberries and whipped cream. Like I don't who was I? I was doing the most. You were like a drunk. You were a drunk person with munchies. I totally was. Except you were keto. I totally was. Other than the half a donut, which it's amazing that I only ate half of it. I felt like that was an. You, achievement. the keto bitch, had all of the alcohol and like a donut, half a donut, half, half a donut, half, half, half. Okay, half. Okay, okay, okay. Also, the alcohol has less than one carb per serving. So, but do it they was fine. total to more? Do they? What is? What do you mean? <laughs> like when you math it, do they make more than one carb? Yeah, they make more than one carb, but like they don't make more than four carb. True. So that's pretty low carb. Very true. Like that's actually really fucking low carb. Anyway, so I watched all the boys I've loved before, and then I drunk. tried <laughs> drunk. It was amazing. It was so good, you guys. It was so good. Then you ate pork rinds. Then I oh I ate pork rinds too. To group chat safe. I have with you. You ate pork rinds. I did do that, and then I was yeah. Then I was texting Ali and our friend Rachel, and then. I um I would try to watch Outlander because that's usually my alone time show because it's just like sexy, sexy it's people really being sexy. sexy and there's like nothing else that's important about it except that they're sexy. And so I only watch it when I'm here by myself. And so One time I watched it with you. You did. You've watched it with me like once or twice. But I was like, "Mm, let me get some Outlander time. This is my solo time. And like, I don't know, like maybe I'll just like have a nice alone time night. And then the stars app wouldn't work. So (laughs) instead, I went through and I'm like, okay, well, what will fill my desire for period peace sexiness? What did I land on? I landed on the film. Atonement. And they do fuck on a bookcase, to be fair. It was very hot. Now, here was my, my intention, was to stop the film at exactly that point. Because from there, it gets real sad. And That's I That's the this. turning point. I knew this, because not only have I seen the film, I've read the fucking book. I've read the book. I know it gets sad. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to watch this sexy part, and then I'm going to turn it off. And guess what? You did I didn't it. I watched the whole thing and then I cried <laughs> and I cried a lot way to kill a boner dude that's just like where we were so here's the thing about being alone I really enjoy being alone I've also like gotten drunk and watched the English patient by myself and like that was really fun for me I like to drink by myself I hope no one has a problem and watch with that intense period dramas. oh yeah that's my jam <laughs> that's what I do That's what I do It's your thing It's my thing Everyone needs a thing And you know I don't have a problem With me drinking alone Because I am not really A social drinker That much I prefer to drink alone But every once in a while I don't think that makes me An alcoholic Right? No No. I'm fine I'm fine I like to drink drinks And watch period movies That's what I do Now here's the problem (laughs) My romantic partner is moving into this home with me and I don't know. Like, that's just a different thing of like, I like to sit in the dark by myself drinking and watching period dramas. You can't be like, Rob, go in the office. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Fuck off. I need to drink. Because he could be like, no, I want to watch this with you. And you have to be like, no, my time. This is my alone time. I'm reclaiming my time. I also like... I gotta be honest with you guys. I can't lie to you. I can't lie to you ever. I still like to read Harry Potter fan fiction. And that's embarrassing. That's a part of your heart that never goes away. It'll never go away. And it's embarrassing when there's another adult in the house, you know? Well, it's not like he's, like, leering over your shoulder. No, but I've just... I would feel like he'd know. Ooh, also now you have a desktop and you can't hide with a laptop anymore. I mean, I read it on my phone. That's smart. But still... (laughs) Also, I clip my toenails everywhere, and this is an alone time thing that I do, and I collect my clippings, and then I try to throw them away. I try to remember to throw them away before anybody gets there, but like, he clips his toenails over the trash can. I clip my toenails, and then I neatly organize them on a sheet of tissue, and then I wrap them up, and then I put them in a trash can. (laughs) I think I'm the worst of these three options, though. He clips his over the trash can, which is very efficient. It's very efficient, though, you have to admit. Have you not had a toenail fling anywhere? I know. The toenail fling. It happens all the time. Allie. Yeah. I am excited to live with my partner in life, but I'm going to miss some of my alone time. I know. And I'm also going to have to send him out of the house and say, give me alone time. Because I am a secret introvert, as we have established. Yeah. But also, like, thanks for coming home late. (laughs) Because thanks for hanging out in Malibu forever. That was good alone time for me. Anyway, I love alone time. Anyway, you've also cohabitated with this person before, and I think you will be you'll be able to do it again. I know, but I, I had a lot of alone time then because we had opposite schedules. Oh, that's right. So I had a lot of and like weird daytime alone time, and now I don't have a job, so and
1: no you more both alone work time. I'm doing
0: your shit. It'll be great, Allie. Hi. What do you love? I love fighting a bitch. What? Uh, okay. Wait, what? I should rephrase that I like doing my own stunts Okay <laughs> I like being that stunty fighty bitch I was like, Allie, are you really about violence right now? No, I'm about fake theatrical violence um, So the what my career is doing this year is the only things I'm booking Is um, gay stuff in action and action-y gay stuff Great Which is, you know, relatively on brand and like even the guest star I went out for where I was like, hey, my toddler's being fussy. I'm not going to buy this car right now. And the salesman is like, oh, yeah, go talk to your husband about it. I'll see you later. The casting director was like, yeah, I don't know. Like that was great and perfect. But like the second one, maybe make the choice. where like, maybe you're married to a woman and he doesn't know that. And I was like, great. <laughs> this is what I get for coming out this year. I just radiate the queer and then everyone is like, yes, come be gay in my thing but the action side of it you are lying if you're pretending you have a problem with that i don't have a problem with that (laughs) i don't i think it's really fun you're Um, happy about it i'm happy about both of those things because i told my friends at girlship tv that i was only booking action and gay stuff and they were like that's hilarious and also like kicking ass and kicking girl and kissing girls isn't like the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody nope so i have a shirt right now that says kick ass and kiss girls (gasps) Oh, my God. And it's like also low key, the slogan of our of the series that I'm in. So there's a shirt that everyone could buy right now. It's called that says kick ass and kiss girls, which is to say. I started this year on an action short where I got dragged from underneath an 18 wheeler and then stabbed in the eye with my own stiletto. Like it's been an action kind of year. I trained at this like stunty place where all the stunt people go to do stunts. trained with the stunt people to do the things it felt like really super legit there were a bunch of pads so fucking cool everything was like a springed floor and like all the stunt ladies were like helping me do things so fucking cool and then in the series i'm in i was um i did a lot of gun combat for the first time which was great and really fun and then like some hand to hand and i like i slammed someone on the on the wall and i smacked him in the face with the Freezer, I cocked a gun. It was like awesome, and then, then this week I got to do axe play. It's a zombie apocalypse, and guess what I do? I smash zombies in the face with an axe. Wearing plaid, I go full Paul Bunyan. How gay is this? I go full Paul Bunyan. That's super That's fucking how gay. gay. It is. It's Paul Bunyan. That's gay. Very gay. So gay. um But did yeah. you get an ox though? You had an axe. Did you have an axe? No, ox? they should have put Liz in blue just so like I am Paul Bunyan and she's babe the blue ox. Oh, um, you need an ox. We should have done Paul. that. But yeah, I smash all these zombies. She's like, help, help. And I smash all these zombies and they're like standing above her being lit by a flashlight holding an axe, wearing my plaid. And I'm like, babe, you OK? <laughs> and I'm like, this is amazing. Which is to say today in showcase rehearsal, my scene includes a slap. And we were like, what do we do about this slap? And I was like, I know how to do a slap. And I like went, and I was like, this is how you do it. How do you want to do it? Okay, we want to do it this way. Great. Shane, I need you to do this. I'm going to do this. Don't move your hand until I do that. You're going to move your hand this way after I do that, and you're going to do this thing. And Shannon was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. I'm like, no, 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 why are you scared? He's like, because you're ready to fight me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right, okay. I get amped about fighting people. I feel kind of okay in this weird fight land where I do my own stunts and I fall and I bite and I slap. And I like, I do all this shit and I swing things around and I feel totally confident in this one area of performance. Not to say that I'm like stunt woman level of like whatever because that is a very real profession that you need to like pursue yeah. but i do enjoy being one of those actors that's just like down for fucking whatever and now knows a little bit and can be like hey dude this is how i'm gonna slap you he's like just slap me i was like no why does every fucking guy i fight with need to be a total glutton for punishment and just being like yeah ugh, slap me punch me spit in my face who cares blah like No, because I've slapped people and they've been like, hey, Allie, you clapped my ear and now it's ringing and it won't stop and I have a headache. And I'm like, great, maybe we should think of a safe way to do this instead of letting me slap you during all of our rehearsal process. I was slapped in the face when I played Cinderella in our high school uh, performance of Into the Woods Slapped by who? When is there? what is there a slap? By into the one woods? of my stepsisters. It's a big moment in the song. What a bitch! But they didn't do any kind of stage helping, stage combat helpingness. It just she just slapped me in the face every night. Yeah. So shout out to the city of New York for going through that weird phase of like not liking Arab people and needing me to be the victim of all the things because I learned a ton mm. very quickly um and also i have a martial arts background and also it like feels really sexy to know something yeah to like be really good at something you're the one that knows shit i'm the one that like knows how to fight people i'm all about that in a calculated way that makes everyone feel safe you're a safety fighter i'm a safety fighter um you're like a new superhero it's just like hey i'm gonna look like i'm gonna beat the shit out of you but it's okay baby do you consent to this like let's be real let me take care of you let me take care of you while i'm smacking the shit out I of you i'm gonna take care of you while i destroy you um which is it just feels butch as fuck but like in a great way yeah yeah um i fight people and i like it so sorry sorry not sorry you're not sorry i'm not don't be sorry yeah get at me yeah yeah Well, well, Allie, how do you feel now? I feel okay, and I do feel tipsy for maybe the first time in like a few months that we've been recording. Same. I forgot that Tuesday was hangover day for me, except now I know that Tuesday is hangover day for me. It used to be, but then we've been pretty lame lately because, you know, I'm over 30 and...
1: That's I'm getting there. now.
0: That's aging now. And Allie's getting there. So, you know, that's just who we are now. I drank a bottle of wine and got a hangover the other day. And I was just like, God damn it. Remember when we used to do that all the time? Remember when that was just a regular night Remember out? Remember when that was just Monday? And we <laughs> could rally and then we could do it again the next Guys, day? we can't rally anymore. Aging sucks. We're too old to rally. Oh, no. We're too old to rally, Allie. <laughs> oh, that rhymes. In fact, we got to wrap it up because we got to get to bed. That was my get phone. I hope that didn't make a lot noise take us the fuck to bed Woo! Uh, thank you for leaving us reviews and stuff yeah thanks keep doing that please and do more of it encourage your friends to do it in fact share this podcast with a friend and then like as soon as they laugh at something be like yo bitch pause that be like this is the thing I laughed at during Aaron and Allie and then go and yes. hit send yes. really legit though it helps people see our podcast which is something that we can use to then get our podcast on a network we're just saying that's a thing. That's a thing we might want. That's a thing we might want someday. We're not sure yet, but you know, we'd like to be independent. Um, we don't oh, have we'll a rage see. cage right now because um, everyone harassed us for a year about being on our podcast, and yet we provide you an opportunity and no one follows through. Um, you can call us at 818 Left What. You can Left email what? us at AaronAnally at gmail.com. We are very into doing a dramatic reading. Oh, we would love a dramatic reading. Um, Send us a voice memo. Yeah, voice memos also totally work. I'm at Allie Chan on all platforms. I'm at Erin the Rye. Together, we're at Erin and Allie. And remember, if you rate and review, send us a little email. We'll send you a picture of all the men that were vying to be my husbands. All of her old husbands. All my old husbands will send you a picture. We will do that. We will do that. We will absolutely do that. I'm Erin And I'm Allie. And, and we, we hate, hate everything. everything. That just woke up Shay the good dog. <laughs> she's sleeping. She was being adorable. Sorry, sleeping. Bubba. Sorry, Bubba. Sorry, Bubba. We love you. We love you so much. And she's looking at us like, what the fuck? My moms are so weird.